I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and sex shop owner. And I'm April, VP of an international high-end pleasure products company and boss queen sex toy mogul. We're best friends who make our own rules about who we are as sexual beings. With everything from how to be a badass in the bedroom to top tips for bringing your relationship to the next level, we have something just for you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Well, hello, everyone. Breaker, breaker, one, two, everybody. We got our new microphones. That's why I feel like I'm on an airplane. You look like you are our pilot. Or this is like when you go on the little two-seater, four-seater airplanes. You ready? I have never been on one of those. Did I tell you that I had sex on one once with the, with the pilot? <laughs> yeah. That's your most interesting place you've ever had sex. Right? I win that contest every single yeah. time. And they're like, hey, what's the most interesting place you had sex? I was like, well, on a two-seater plane with the pilot while they were flying. And <laughs> I did and it. And there for the, was no autopilot. It there was, was no autopilot. And I did it for the experience. I, I can't say that the sex was like yeah, incredible. It was more just like, wow, this is one for the books. <laughs> I mean, we're like flying over Santa Cruz. So, oh, by the way, I wanted to do a shout out. Shout it. Someone, and I obviously won't say their name. Uh, but I was at a training. They wrote an email to us uh, about meeting me at a training at a, a sex shop. I was in Brea, California, and I just want to give you a little shout out for thanking me and thanking oh, their listener. You, yeah, their oh, listener. Hey. They're a big fan. Uh, he said that we're the reason that he works in adult retail oh, and awesome. is pursuing a career in eventually sex education. Ooh, so, yay. I love that. Lots of love to you. Uh, you'll probably listen to this. He's a big fan. He listens to all the episodes. So mm-hmm. thanks for listening and supporting. We love that. The more the merrier in the sex toy industry or, or human sexuality realm too, education realm. We love that. I know. Um, okay. So this podcast is on soft cocks, a little bit of hard cocks, dry pussies, wet pussies, and all kinds of in-betweens ways you can play with uh, soft cocks and ways we can get rid of the shame around it. It's something that every penis owner will experience at some point in their life. Uh, oh. Cock doesn't always get rock hard. It's part of their life And cycle. it's with two other podcasters. Yes. The podcasters from Sluts and Scholars. We were actually recorded this kind of a long time ago September. now. It was right before the sex expo. Yeah. And uh, they, it was in Brooklyn, and so it's been, yeah, kind of a long time, but yeah. it's mm-hmm. a great episode. I remember having a lot of fun with them. You'll hear us in there make references to our Patreon, uh, which we still have. We just don't really promote it too much, but we actually, because we recorded a video, uh, and it was just us just talking on this podcast. It was, there's a video form of it, um, on our, and it's not on our Patreon, but if you do donate on our Patreon, I think it's like, I forgot what it is. You go to look up Shameless Sex Patreon. I forgot if you donate 10 or 20 bucks, you get access to the video on there too, but that's what you'll hear us reference. We don't talk about that much anymore. Um, so we're going to dive into that in a little bit. Um, so a couple other plugs. One, if you live, oh, oh a survey. We want to yeah. know who you are and who's listening. We've done a survey before, like what, in our first year of our podcast? It was a while ago. I think it was. Yeah, it was a little while ago. But we listen to the folks, like the demographics of who's listening and what they want to hear. So it's, it's really important. If you are listening, just go to our website, take the survey. It's like it takes five minutes. Yeah. Uh, maybe it'll take you seven minutes. Go to our website, shamelesssex.com. You'll find, if you scroll down a little bit, you'll see a link that says, take our survey now. It's completely anonymous. It really helps us to know who you are, what you want us to cover. Um, the maybe more, we the merrier. Maybe give them a gift like well our... there is a gift oh, actually perfect. at the end of it it gives you because usually so there's one thing you'll hear us plug a lot of products in this episode for purepleasureshop.com um, and you usually get 15% off with coupon code shameless sex but the gift after that when once you finish the survey gives you 20% off Ooh, so go there I was going to say we should send you in a cake to everybody that fills out and then you jump out of the cake hi That's, surprise we get like a thousand people yeah. <laughs> gone I'm like Santa Claus it would get a bit expensive depending if they were like in the UK are we paying for Australia. the airfare <laughs> yeah wait I didn't think that one through too well if y'all want to pay for the airfare for me to fly it somewhere magical like Bali I will totally jump out of a cake for you where do we get a cake in Bali that big 
Hmm. And how do we get it there? <laughs> That's important life questions. Um, if you are uh, in Santa Cruz or near Santa Cruz and you want to do something fun for Valentine's Day, which is coming up, uh, I am co-teaching a Tantra in Motion that is like an experiential, yummy Tantra workshop with Daniel Molner, who teaches exact dancing here in Santa Cruz. He's an amazing teacher. It's a two-hour journey. It is for lovers, couples, partners. Um, you know, you have to come with someone to practice with. We'll do all kinds of sexy things. So if you want to something that is not to like just going to dinner in a movie and you really want to connect and have a juicy night uh go check it out go to danielmolner.com that's d-a-n-i-e-l-m-o-l-l-n-e-r.com you can sign up um it actually usually sells out so should be a fun one uh, i've still never met him you have not oh no. he's amazing I know you've talked a lot about him and he's, he's supposedly I, just like an energetic when I teach fierce him, I'm bubble like, of, of fun. Yeah, he's incredible. Yeah. And he's still got a soft, gentle masculine to him too, which is great. But when I teach with him, I'm like, I'm not worthy. You're fucking incredible. So we have two responses uh, to a sex question that we got last week from someone that had bladder cancer. They had a tumor in their bladder. They had to have their bladder removed and um based on the surgery also they lost some of their penile tissue right. and um so they were told that they probably won't ever get hard again they'll probably still be able to have orgasms um and they are now working with 1.5 to 2 inches of some skin as opposed to like a uh, muscle structure in their penis so we answered that we had two listeners that actually responded with some emails that i really liked your responses one listener I, by the way our listeners are fucking awesome i know they really are they're super savvy and love education and are eating it up. And yeah. and also I love the suggestions and comments that we get a lot of times. I, I love awesome. that they're so involved and they care mm-hmm. so and much. They care, yeah. And which is really, I feel like why we're doing this. Yeah. Y'all are amazing. Caring, compassionate humans that love mm-hmm. education and sometimes entertainment. We love you. Keep it going. You can always email us at uh, what do we have? Info at shamelesssex.com. Yeah. Um, okay. So one person said for the bladder cancer guy, can he use a strap-on? And I don't... Because the bladder cancer guy said it's really important for him to pleasure his his ladies, his potential right, partners. Right. He's really worried about that. Can he use a strap-on? And I don't remember if he said he still has a prostate, but could he also use an insertable strap-on or dildo and get some pleasure through his anus? Um, which we didn't talk about this, but there is this wonderful strap-on harness called the Deuce by Spare Parts Harnesses. Mm. They have it at purepleasureshop.com. And it's really awesome because it has two holes... One the top holes for the dildo, so that a, a penis owning individual can put a hard dildo there anytime they want to be hard, any size, anytime they want to. And then there's another hole where their actual penis, or in this person's case, the extra kind of skin thing that's going on, can hang outside. They can still have stimulation on it. Um, but yeah, harnesses are a great option if this person is really worried about being hard, being able to have sex, and being able to you know penetrate someone and please someone. The harnesses make it so that you can do it. even this, even for people who have. Not they don't have problematic erection stuff. Like this is a great option because you have choice when you want. Or if to be you hard. want multiple orgasms, or you want to keep yeah. going and mm-hmm. penetrating in between your partner yeah, refractory partners. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I love that suggestion for this person. Um, and I don't think he commented on anything about his prostate, but what this person is referring to is um, anal stimulation to so that he can still receive pleasure. Um, like the Aneros products, also at purepleasureshop.com. They are. Is great. there a strap on though that you can wear anally? That you can penetrate. I don't know of one. I was trying to think of that suggestion. Why it's in your ass, and then the ass is holding in while you penetrate someone. Yeah, yeah I don't know about because I have never seen a product that's like that. Just because I think it'd be a little uncomfortable where the scrotum is to yeah. wear something like that. That direction. I mean, there are good double-ended dildos out there, but most of them aren't designed. They're designed to be worn kind of vaginally, yeah, not to be worn anally. Yeah, I think for this person, is, is this just if he wants more pleasure, maybe he can use something anally that is designed to stimulate the prostate, but it probably wouldn't be a part of the harness. Yeah, like the harness would be a separate entity. Yeah, you could just yeah. even put a butt plug. Yeah, in, there's in. a lot of nerve endings on the the anus itself. The mm-hmm. prostate can be a powerhouse for pleasure. It sounds like he still has a prostate. Um, we have one other person. So another response for bladder cancer guy. Sorry, you got called bladder cancer guy by two of our listeners. I actually, I don't know if this person said that. I may have wrote that part, but this is another wonderful person. Um, so I am myself a please her type of guy, but in the non-vanilla word, I identify as a sensual dominant within the BDSM realm. I have learned to broaden my idea of sexual pleasure away from the genitals and to see the whole body and and the brain as my playground of pleasuring, receiving for my bottoms and play partners. If you can shift your focus away from the genitals and penis and vagina, ass or mouth as sex, you will find that you have much more real estate to play with. 
My journey has taken me to explore and embrace sadism and masochism, S&M, and I have fully embraced my inner sadist and have now morphed into a sadistic deviant where I genuinely get pleasure from giving a willing masochist the pain that she so desires. My advice to your listener would be to broaden your outlook on what your view of sex is, and if you are open to explore mediasm and kink, take a step across the threshold and have a look at the smorgasbord of experiences that await you at the feast very well written hmm. like like it made me want to eat uh, go to the feast <laughs> so. yeah articulated well and it's like a star the good points because it's like okay this person specifically talking about kink but i like this comment that this person is sharing about getting away and we this is what we talk about in this podcast this mm-hmm. episode a lot about getting away from it's kind of perfect getting away from the idea that you need to have a hard cock that goes in a pussy to have sex or to have great sex and that you can we talk about this all the time in the podcast that you can add other things to the menu and get away from just it sex being one way and all of a sudden you have all these options there's less pressure and you could do like you know grinding there's so many things so you can explore with bdsm or you can just explore with all kinds of things that don't necessarily have to even do with genitals or with penetration yeah so um yeah other really great tips if listener who wrote us the original uh, sex question if you're listening hopefully you're gathering that um there's a lot of options for you and now is the time to just get creative and try some things out and to our listeners that responded you guys are fucking awesome oh yeah y'all are i like y'all because i think you know you guys y'all like it's texas y'all y'all now um okay so we're going to answer a sex question in a moment but first we'd like to talk to you about meditation April and I love meditation, um, and we are obsessed with an app called Calm. And just a little bit about meditation. Meditation changed my life. I started in 2012. Um, I started to deal with a bad breakup, and some, it helped with stress, helped me with my sleep. Also, it made my sex life better. And so I you know, committed to meditating every day for a number of days, and it became really easy, and I became more embodied, and it translated into sex, even though the meditation wasn't for sex, um, and it made it so I could be more present in my body during sex. And right now is the time for New Year's resolutions. We just had New Year's. Um, so this is a great time to make a commitment to this to help you, again, with stress, better sleep, and better sex. And the app's really cool. I use it almost every single day. I actually was introduced to the app when uh, last year we were talking about Calm. So I pay for it. I paid for an annual subscription. There's sleep stories. So I listen to whimsical sleep stories at night. Mm-hmm. In the morning, I do the guided meditations and they have a range of times. So you could do five minutes or 20 minutes or 30 minutes. They also just added this segment uh, like with guest speakers. So LeBron James is on, on, is on there talking about his championship mindset. And I love it. I've been listening to it before I go into uh, we're going to host an awards show. So I've been trying to focus my energy on uh, making that really successful. So for all of you out there, even if you've never meditated before, you could give it two minutes, start out, check it out. For our listeners of this show, you shameless sex revolutionaries, Calm is offering a special limited time promotion of 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com backslash shameless. That's 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library. They add new content every single week. So get started today. Go to calm.com backslash shameless. That's calm.com backslash shameless, y'all. And now let's do the sex question. Ooh, sex question. Me, me, me. Love sex questions. Okay. Uh, from listener. I've got to admit, I was expecting some fluff nonsense catering to women when I started listening to your podcast. <laughs> I anticipated some male bashing and wouldn't have would have been surprised to hear would have wouldn't have been surprised to hear most women finding themselves unsatisfied. But you managed to take ownership of your own pleasure and still remain open and inclusive to men's interests as well. Frankly, I found myself aroused just hearing you talk about enjoying your bodies. Meow. I'd be curious to get your take on how much of a turn on it can be to have your man send an erotic message in the middle of the day with detail about what he wants to do with you when you get home. I've always found women to enjoy themselves when I tell them about the way I want to slide their panties off around their ankles or run my tongue down the inside of a woman's thigh until I can taste her warm pussy on my tongue while she can't resist the urge to spread her legs open wide open almost as a silent invitation to slowly enter and I feel her from the inside. Descriptive words like those seem to be popular in my experience. Thoughts? <laughs> um, well, thank you for that. Was that a question? Or I think that was a meant to turn us on a little bit, which it worked. You know, my partner's out of town right now. I have not been getting any sexy text messages. He's in Japan skiing, so I should actually remind him of that. Yeah. Send him this little 
cut. Can you just like, like hey. send him this word for word? Just, just send this yeah. to me and paraphrase mind? it a little Do you bit. Mind sending me sexy text messages. I'm all about it. I think that I never really personally have been a sexter. Like I never have been good at it. I get really weird and embarrassed for whatever reason when I when I uh, I've never sent dirty photos. I well I did once send some <laughs> dirty photos to my Scottish lover back in the day. But, which my face was in some of them, so I hope, if he's listening, <laughs> trash those images. Because if I run for president, eh, it might help the campaign. But yeah, Grab life by the pussy, you know? So. <laughs> yeah, grab it by the pussy. So, that being said, I think that it's great. And, yes, I believe if it's, if it's something that you find love and, and uh, you love doing and, and you think that the person on the receiving end will also enjoy, then send away. Please only send dick pics when requested. Yeah, yeah. No, Those can be a little vile. Unwarranted dick pics. When, yeah, when they're not expected. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right, you just, yeah, I won't get into the dick pic story that we share, but um, <laughs> we, that's we've talked about many times. Weird to have talked no. about that. I think that it's probably best that we don't talk about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I will say, first of all, I love this sex question because, yeah, when I was listening to it, I was like, damn, that I'm a little turned on now. And, um, yeah, I love receiving uh, erotic text of course when it's invited if it was like you sent this to me and i didn't know you and you sent this to me you slid into my dm on instagram <laughs> i might be like mm, yeah it's not really working for me um kind of needs to have some context but yeah i love I receiving a lot of this. interesting dms by the way which i kind of we do or i do, you do. and oh. i don't know about the shameless sex one i don't really check it as often uh however i could say in my facebook too i'm like okay people i kind of a lot of people in India and perhaps the Middle East somewhere. Sending you some love? They're like, hi, do you like my dick? <laughs> I'm like, no, but like that. I'm not going to open that one. That's a long text message. That would be a really long text message to send, by the way. I would be into it. I'd be like, yeah, send that to me. I, yeah, I would, I would totally love that. And, you know, not everyone, first of all, yeah, it can be hard to write these things. This person's really great at it. So, yeah, keep sending that. And I think most you'll find most people will probably be receptive to it. But I guess the issue, like what April's speaking to, that she says, you said that you're not very good at sending sexy texts. No. It's the issue is like, is you might find that people can't really meet you there, right? You can send this like poetry and they might be like, yeah, that's hot. But they might not be on the same level of being able to um, articulate it as beautifully and, and erotically as you. Um, and, and that's a learned skill. The more you practice, you know, the easier it gets. I'm especially bad at phone sex too. Have you had a lot of phone sex? I used to have Skype sex back when I you did it was... with video? Yes, when I was uh, in a long-distance relationship with my ex, now ex-husband, uh, before he moved to the States, we would have Skype sex, but it was very awkward for me. I didn't like it. Were you holding the phone or the... I mean, one hand? It was a laptop. And, were you, and what were you doing to yourself? I don't know, just like touching myself and... Like taking off things. We find that you're kind of distracted. Like it's hard to drop into the pleasure because you're like, oh, there's this person. There'd there. be a delay and <laughs> as well. <laughs> it was just weird. It was not for me. And I think I tried to do it twice and then I was, I just sort of fell off of it and just told him that I wasn't really feeling it. Yeah. The Skype sex part. And he was really good at it. Like, he was pretty animated and gifted with using like, but he'd be like, I want to touch every centimeter of your body. <laughs> and then I would start laughing. I'm like, you mean every inch? How many, <laughs> how many inches is that? <laughs> that oh damn God. imperial system. <laughs> Speaking in centimeters. <laughs> That's adorable. Yeah. Oh my God. I had to learn in the metric system for that one. Just for the phone sex? Yeah. <laughs> when he was like, I don't know how many kilometers you are away, but I want to come to you. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm like, oh you know my what? god! I don't know how many centimeters your deck is either, but I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You are fucking hilarious. <laughs> anyway, uh, that being said, yeah, I think that I'd probably appreciate a text message over a video or a phone call because it would be yeah. easier for me to maybe Google how to respond. Sexy things to yeah. say. Yeah. Like, Give me some sexy things to say. Well, I think with sexy talk, people kind of overanalyze it. And you know, I know I have in the past. And really, if you just like, like just speak to what 
your body is feeling or like the type of touch that's actually happening. So if someone sends you a hot, sexy message like this and you're like, I don't really know how to respond. Maybe take a moment and feel like in your body, let your hand go all over you and then like for you know a minute and then respond with that. My hand just went all over my body. I was touching my nipples. They found my way in my panties. My pussy was throbbing and wet. There, you just did it, and it was actually true. So you can just like do an exploration or make some shit up. But or when they're like, "What are you wearing?" and I'm like, "A bathrobe, uh, <laughs> some flannel pajamas, some flannel, some flannel pajamas." <laughs> I mean, I'm naked. I'm naked. <laughs> I'm really turned on right now. Okay, thank you, listener, um, and I'm sure you turned on a couple of uh, our uh, listeners here. So bio. Nicoletta is a licensed marriage and family therapist and sexologist, and Simone is an actor-turned-law student who really likes to talk about sex stuff. Together, they chat with folks from across sexuality, kink, and professional spectrums about desire, pleasure, shame, stigma, and, of course, bodily functions on the Sluts and Scholars podcast, which is also part of the Pleasure Podcast Network that we're part of. Mm -hmm. Join these slutty scholars as they help to make your sex smarter and your smarts sexier. Available on just about all the podcast apps. Go check it out. Uh, they're on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, all of the things. Uh, so we're going to dive on in. But before we do, we have another message from one of our sponsors. And just so you know, sponsors help to keep this shit free. So this podcast is free on all the apps. If you're paying money for it, then good for you. But <laughs> uh, we are not charging for this. Um, so please support our sponsors. That's why we have them. And we only choose people that we love. So without further ado, here we go. This podcast is made possible by Manscaped. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for you or your man's family jewels. Self-care is everything, and a well-trimmed bush is better than cologne. You can still enjoy the view, but with less obstruction. Enter Manscaped's electric trimmer, the Lawnmower 2.0, designed specifically for a man's below-the-belt grooming. I personally find grooming super sexy, and the Lawnmower 2.0 is fabulous, getting everything clean and pristine, just how I like it. Let's talk about sweaty balls. I can tolerate some sweaty balls from time to time, but it certainly does not inspire me to bury my face in there. That's why Manscaped has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. It will keep you fresh and dry just when you need it. Penis owners, it's time to step up your game. And to get you started, our listeners get 20% off and free shipping with code SHAMELESS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code SHAMELESS. Your bits will thank you for it. And now back to the show. Penises, erections. Is that where you're going? Yes. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Well, mostly soft ones. Soft ones. <laughs> so I love is, soft. Penises. I love soft cocks. They and they have such a. I mean, there's. I would say a hard time. That's not as we're saying it. Um, a lot of people. I have actually had clients who have have been so shamed for it. So much shame for like, whether it's you know you already had an orgasm and you're in the refractory period. Whether you got really nervous. Whether you do have some sort of erectile dysfunction, blood flow thing going on. A lot of times. SSRIs, yes, diabetes, yes. prostatectomies. Mm -hmm. Shall we go on? Yeah, all the things. Uh, depression in general without the SSRIs. Stress. Mm -hmm. That's the cock killer. So Alcohol. I well, yeah. I compare it Drugs, to tired. Sometimes I'm super turned on in my brain, and my but your vagina does not respond. And I, yeah. it's it's similar. Obviously, we know that uh, our our bits are all arranged in different ways, but they're virtually the same. So I I would compare it to. If if I'm not getting in the clip boner that I want, it's still I'm still maybe turned on here. Yeah, yeah so it's it seems easier to quote unquote fake because maybe you just reach for a bottle of lube. Yeah, um, yeah, because there's no right. There's not necessarily hear the New York sounds. <laughs> yeah, there's like not really a correlation between your state of arousal and like your physical state of arousal in your like vulva or your penis or whatever you call your genitals or anything like. Well, we had we had a recent post from one of our um, past guests, uh, Lucy, who's also a sex therapist. Um, and said that like you can have amazing sex um, with a soft penis. People and were outraged. So I mean, outraged. Oh. Well, I mean, a lot of people were like disagree. <laughs> so I realized that we didn't really go into how, um, and I don't know. I'd be curious too because I I talk to my clients about it, and so I'll often urge them like, oh well, penetration doesn't have to be the sex. There's so many other things to do, but. I don't know if, if I was playing like the devil's advocate client of being like, well, how, yeah. 
<laughs> Why? I, I Why have, would you want to? I have one. So one one thing that I recently tried recently, like a couple months ago, was I I was pl- I was playing with someone who's in their cock wasn't super hard. It was like it was like medium. You know, it was like some some, but it wasn't super hard. And what they did was they still had their cock inside of me, but it's just a soft cock, right? So they're kind of holding it in, mm. but then they just put their fingers on top of it. Like you have a you have ten. If you have ten fingers, you have ten dildos. You like have ten cocks splint. on your hand. Yes, like a splint. <laughs> but the fingers could hit my G spot better than the cock was, anyways. Oh. Even when it was hard. So that so was just like an extra filler. They, yeah. So their their cock still got problem. to be inside of me and have pleasure, which I could still feel that kind of fullness of it. But it was a softer cock. But then the fingers were able to give the pressure and still move, and it was awesome. I was like, oh, this is. There's so much you can do if you just get creative and add these other other things there. You don't have mm. to have this rock hard cock. I mean, that was just but one thing. Did you tell them to do oh, it? No, they just started How doing it. How do you think it. they were confident enough to say, "Okay, we can still keep going. Here's this other thing I can do." Because a lot of people that that I've worked with would say, "Like, well, this is embarrassing. Then it's the end. The partner yeah. gets upset because they're like, are you not attracted to me?' Yeah, and then oh, it's this whole that's a whole other yeah, thing. There's horrible that, cycle. That whole, I mean, that's those are conversations to have between between partners and hopefully people can because not everyone is open to those conversations around sex and they take it personally they make yeah. it about them like one word of advice to everyone that's listening don't make it all about you like if your partner like is it's not it's not you know i mean penises get hard in the middle of the night for no reason they get mm-hmm. hard in the morning for no reason they go soft because of things that aren't related to you know the person in front of them and is related to more of a personal thing for that that person and there's so many reasons same with pussies right yeah like yeah. my my pussy will be randomly wet for absolutely no reason. Story of my life. Yeah. <laughs> and then I had... But even... Sorry. Yeah. And what I was going to say, I also had... I just got surgery, but I had blocked Bartholin's glands for the last... What, how many years? I don't even know. Like six or eight years. So I didn't get that natural... like Vaginal you know, secretion. Yeah. The, the ones that you get... The velvety fluid that you get when you're ar- initially aroused, kind of like um, pre-cum from a penis, that like kind mm. of silky stuff. Mm-hmm. I haven't had that since my... You know, maybe mid twenties, and I'm I just got surgery on them because now they're not blocked anymore. So now I have it. But so people, you know, if you had sex with me during that time, I didn't have a super wet pussy. I, I mean, I would have had secretions from other areas. You get it from your cervix, but mm-hmm. I didn't have that like dripping. Wet How did pussy. you figure that out? That that's what it was because they turn into a cyst and they get big. But I got the surgery now, so now I'll get the now I, I'm like, wow, my pussy is drenched. It's awesome. But can I what? ask a, like, a question? Yeah. I mean, maybe Nicolette is interested in this because she loves like pimple popping stuff. <laughs> oh my god, the doctor um, loved it. So like when they came unclogged, was it like? So I, I had to do full surgery. I was out on anesthesia. And so I don't really know. What, what I've had to do when it, they've turned into an abscess. When I was 25, Drain one on. of them turned into an abscess. That's an infection. So you have to go in. They have to lance it. And it drains. And they put a tube in it. And you keep Ooh. this little tube, like a little alien sticking out of the side of my pussy for like two or three weeks while oh, it, it heals. Oh, my yeah. gosh. And that doesn't permanently heal it, though. It just it air Because it's a gland. So you need to air it out so that so, so it can heal. Um, I've had that happen twice. That happened when I was 28 again as well. And then, rec- but then they kind of just stayed blocked. Like not a lot of fluid was coming out. And recently, when I, I you know I lost my arousal for two and a half years, that's I've talked about this in the podcast many times. Long term relationship wasn't able to trust my partner after some deep hurt. Mm. Didn't know it, but my body wasn't able to. Mm-hmm. And got my arousal back upon being single. And once I'm like, yes, I just want all the sex. Then the cyst came back. So uh, it was like, fuck, everything is against me. Yeah. So then I, I went to my doctor, and I have an amazing gynecologist, and she said, it's, there's this wonderful surgery that you have to be completely under. It's the surgery is only like a half an hour. The, healing, the, heal, the speed of healing is really quick. I'm not saying that right, but you know what I mean. Um, and she, so she said, when I saw her um, a week later, you know, I was completely under anesthesia. By the way, when I was under anesthesia, I'm a caretaker in everyday life. I apparently I'm a caretaker when I'm high and out of my body. And uh. I told all the doctors, I was like, I'm going to take care of all of you. Like, I you couldn't even let go you. even when you were real high. I couldn't even let go then. <laughs> that's, and, some, um, that's some strong caretaking. Yeah, seriously, even there. But she, so she told me though, a week later when I saw her, she's like, they're healing great. You're going to be able to have sex again in you know a week or two. And you probably will never have to deal with this again. And but she was like, oh my god, cutting them open in the surgery was amazing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, she loved it. She's like, oh, doctors love this. Estheticians love this. Like the fluid, it just all came out. It was so satisfying. Yeah, Nicolette. Like, all right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you like this? That's she like thing. watches Dr. Pimple those videos. Like great. when Dr. Pimple Popper came out, our with an friend, actual TV our show. Estheticians friend does too. No, you both. 
<laughs> she's freaking. He's like, Ugh. my friend, my friend, uh, in that his partner is obsessed with that, and he bought him when he was he was in. I think he was in the Philippines. Popping kit. Yes, and I was like, "Oh my god, what is that?" Because I saw it laying out, and it, it was, "Oh my god, I, I still have PTSD from looking at that thing. I can't handle it. I cannot watch like the a pimple. kit, like a full kit. It was a kit. It was a, a fake piece of skin, like." Squishy oh, that you squirt. Like a toy. That was a toy. Oh, so the you, toy. Yes. Yeah, so I you thought you were talking about. Like, no, that's, but that's not as exciting to me. I want the real deal. Yeah, Nicolette. I thought it you were talking so about what Nicolette real, did. It looked so real though when you squeezed it and it would come out. Fucking gross. And anyway, I don't know why we got on this, but I. But they have people are obsessed. They make <laughs> products for you to yes. to get out your your Sometimes most I've, deepest. I've, it's like a yeah. fetish. Pain, yeah, I'll bribe. I'll bribe my partner like blowjob for like ten pimples. Honestly, no way. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> I'm all because I he doesn't. That, he doesn't want to do it. Fetish. And I'm oh, like, yeah, I'm like, well, what if I suck your dick? Oh wait, I'll suck your dick for those pimples. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sick. I'm you're sick. Like, you're just like, like I want all your secretions. Yeah. I'm like, he's like, he like, honestly, even more than sex. I'm like, I just want to do this. This is this is awesome. So do you just like? So you do? So you was the blowjob having first, and then the pimple popping, or yeah, the pimple popping's not. The best, um, like pre blowjob thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is for me, not for him. Yeah, and so then he's like more catatonic and like probably moves less and like is upset less. Yeah, and then he's relaxed. <laughs> You know, do we have any pimples any popping in this house? Anyone? Anyone? anyone <laughs> Hit me here? up. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so the tangent piece, you know, coming back, mm-hmm. I had a lot of personal experience of my pussy and its wetness not matching my arousal right. and desire. And, uh, you know, the same thing, coming back to the full circle with penises, there's this, the same thing there is not putting them in the same box, not saying, you know, just because your penis is hard or soft, you're in, you want to have sex, that you're attracted to me or you're not attracted to me to, to keep them separate from each other. Um, and they, they, I mean, they have some connection, but to not put all of your eggs in that basket, it's a lot yeah. of pressure. Do you and think, he, how do the, how is the pressure different? Do you think across genders? Um, because like, if that wasn't happening for you, were people getting insulted of like, well, I'm not making you wet. You know, this is my fault. Or, you know, was that not happening a lot? And then for people with penises, like, who do you think takes it more personally? Uh, I think everyone does to a certain degree. I think uh, a lot. I mean, it, ev- everyone does. I know I have a lot of clients who uh, you know, are vulva owners sleeping with penis owners. And if the vulva owner doesn't orgasm, the penis owner feels like they failed. And, you know, like the pussy a testosterone-driven penis Yes, totally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, they're like, oh, I failed at my job. I'm not. I think it's very selfish to depend on somebody to validate your performance. It is. If you know it, what I mean? It's too much pressure for everyone, too. You're pressuring yourself. You're pressuring the other body. It's it's it's, it's too much. And I had partners who, you know, I was in a five-and-a-half-year relationship, so, you know, good thing that we're sponsored by Uberlube because we use a lot of Uberlube, and that was a big part <laughs> of it. And so they understood. You know, there wasn't a thing there with that person, but there was this conversation I had to have with partners. You know, so I have these black glands, my pussy, you know, it will get it'll get wet, but not like the kind of wetness that you, I, I had when I was 25. Now I, I'm 34. It's back. Like it's full. It's awesome too. I'll be like, I'm so fascinated with it. I'll just like, Oh my God. To new partners. Are you seeing this? <laughs> Do you taste it? I, I'm doing all the things. I'm yeah. just like, love this. Like rubbing on my body. Yeah, I'm no, so for excited. sure. I think I announced to all my friends, you guys, um, we got here on, Wednesday night, so I was like, you guys, my pussy gets so wet now, and they're like, cool. The takeaway, though, would be, for those folks listening out there, uh, to basically have the conversations, even if they're hard, about what your body typically does, and and say, I'm super into you, and use other modalities of communicating your arousal uh, to the person, be like, I'm super turned on by you, and my brain is turned on, I see all the things, because I definitely am not always... What, the older I get, the less I'm like, wow, it's really, maybe it's all the wine. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, but who wants but, to give that up? But who wants to give that up? <laughs> so I just think that it is important, though. And, it's yeah. like, and I have communicated that to partners in the past where I'm like, hey, by the way, uh, this is happening with my body. Just know that, yes, lube is super helpful. If there's penis owners out there, though, that are familiar with their penis maybe not being as responsive as in times past, even with different humans, same human, um, 
well, it's it's okay. Just have so just saying like, hey, sometimes I lose this. Well, I'm yeah. so hot. I just want to say one. You. I just want to say one you. thing about like the losing, and even when we started this conversation, we talked about like going soft or losing an erection, right? And so in this communication space that we're talking about, I think it's really important to think about the vocabulary we're using, right? When we say going soft or losing an erection, that means the default penis, the default good penis, is a hard penis, mm. and that's something that I think really shifts the conversation when you're not like a dick is a hard thing but a dick is a soft thing and sometimes gets hard then that already frames our mind and that's why i think when you were asking about the 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 challenge between people with penises and people with vaginas who are like like estrogen driven or testosterone driven respectively or no inversely um like getting wet we think of getting wet so i think there's like a little bit less pressure especially because we have lube as a savior instead but when, of getting dry what yeah. instead of going going dry, dry. right yeah. we don't talk about going dry even though it totally or fucking happens erectile dysfunction right. i think that's just so it's just it's a different debilitating to, to folks they're like oh that's it's a dysfunction it's right a disease and that's why, like, Jessica Drake's educational videos are so good because she makes a conscious effort to show soft penises. Because in porn, it always shows up rock hard. They're never soft. You right. never see it in porn, ever. Yeah. Right. The penis can go straight into the butt yeah. without right. any preparation. I'm like, <laughs> like no. Nope, bitch, that has been going on for nine hours ahead of time. Her whole day. Yeah, like, and I've been prepping for a week just juicing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like that, though, because I, I, whenever we talk about losing your virginity, I'm like, ugh. We're, yeah, we're, like, we're I just losing it. your I It's a sexual debut. Yeah, it, but it it, but it is. You're talking about so you. Let's give some examples on how to shift it. Yeah. Shift the conversation. Yes. Yeah. Shift uh, some, the some ways. Instead of yeah. instead of erectile dysfunction, you could say. Charlie, Charlie cock play or something. I think even lines. just like cock play. Like, what if we stop making the distinction between like a soft cock and a hard cock? Like, all cocks are great cocks. Yeah. Char- Charlie Glickman says, you know, you work with clients and things, so you you probably know this. Is he says it's not, uh, it's actually not, it's, it's not a dysfunction. Of, and these are not the exact words, but it's not a dysfunction. You don't have a dysfunction of the body. It's actually a, a response to dysfunctional situation or, or something like that. It's usually something around shame, around something going on in the relationship or with your own body. So it's more and about yourself. how you respond to the functionality, not the functionality itself. Exactly. There's nothing premature. Uh, he said something about this about ejaculation when it's premature. Ask the question: Is it premature for? whom right is it is exactly. what it, no one decided how long sex is supposed to be and what right. is sex how long is sex and it's like, very infantilizing the word premature like yeah, a preemie totally. baby yeah. totally. and, it's, and it's shaming I've, I've had clients have come to me like oh i only last five minutes like i'm pretty sure that's like i'm you know that's yeah, so i like, wonder totally if normal. like um all kinds of, I don't know, should I say soft cock sex? I guess I wonder if yeah, I think you can describe that would be more it. pleasurable if the person wasn't feeling ashamed about it. Of course. So if they were like, this is great, would they feel the same enjoyment as if it was erect? I mean, I yeah, and I bet they could pro- potentially get hard if it wasn't a blood flow thing. When I, and this is, you know, the advice when I've yeah, had people... Yeah, because there are people, f- whether it's age or diabetes, that, yeah. like, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, right. and that, like, you don't even have to thing. hope it gets hard and, like, play with a soft cock, hoping that it'll get hard. This is a perfect time to tell you about... So, Hot Octopus, the reason why I started, because I am super choosy about the companies that I rep over the years, and the Pulse products that... Um, Adam's been on the podcast before talking about it. The oscillation causes involuntary ejaculation in penis owners, meaning oscillation has this effect on penis owners. And those were folks with spinal cord injuries that had severe spinal cord damage that had no use at all of uh, most of their limbs, right? No mobility at all. And uh, oscillation was triggering them to actually have ejaculate so they could have children, right? These folks. So we took that technology, this this technology that was proven with medical research. We're not allowed to make medical claims because we're not a medical company. Company. It's the same technology. We patent it from this this company. And can so, you explain? So we're the, we're so, sitting here for people who aren't watching the video, um, and you should like go support us and Shameless Sex and buy the video on Patreon. But for people who aren't watching it, um, there is a phallic-looking shaped thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a phallus, <laughs> a sex toy a in dildo. front of us. Yeah, um, and then there's this like blue sort of pot little pod alien looking it looks like a predator helmet right totally (laughs) you've ever watched predator so this is designed for folks who are so so for any penis owning individual so whether you have complete use of of your body your your mobile whatever human you are a lot of actually this was rated i just learned today from a 
wonderful staff member at a store I visited that this product, the Pulse, was rated for uh, is the best sex toy to use for trans women. Um, mm. And I loved that, especially people on hormone Because when hormone taking therapy. hormones and it doesn't get as hard. Exactly, yes. Um, so, well, also if you have a, a long -lated, a, an elongated clitoris, this mm -hmm. can still access um, your bits. So mm. aside from that, though, it's designed so um, this little plate taps um, and if you don't know anything about oscillation, it reaches deeper into the dermal tissue. I'll turn it on for you. Um, and it's a little, it's a little, it probably, sounds like predator too. Yeah, it's like, right? Oh, that one's it's, there we go. I'm going to um, come from my fingers. So, and this particular product has a vibrating motor. So oh. an oscillator is a circular motion. It has a vibrator on the side that you're feeling. So if you have a vulva owner and that you want to play, you can grind on that product. With, with any stage your penis is in, so semi, soft, hard, whatever stage, and it's like an ultimate foreplay toy. So prep the cock. I also like talking about this. We talked about multiple orgasms. Uh, it's very common for folks to maybe, maybe they ejaculated or it wasn't a full orgasm to them or they want another session or whatever that looks like, right? Multiple orgasms. Uh, can happen with this product. And I do want to say that erections and orgasms are not, they are not so, they're, there's, they're, that you can have, you can ejaculate without, without having an orgasm. Yeah, yeah they're, they're not linear, right? There's not one following the other or vice versa. Yeah, you can they ejaculate can without an erection. Exactly. You can have an orgasm without ejaculation totally. and vice versa. Exactly. So people ask that question all the time to me when I'm training. I go all around the world talking about these products. And it's so, I didn't realize that people really did connect those two things so, so often. And, um, that being said, any orgasm or any feeling of pleasure, whether you have ejaculate coming out or not is, is wonderful and congratulate yourself. So this technology, we're the only ones with it. And that is a great option for yeah. folks that do want to try something different. Um, and that has, has really helped a lot of people. I, I mean, I read testimonies from, um, actually, uh, uh, hetero couples that, you know, her husband had a prostatectomy in 1999 and they weren't able to really do a whole lot because again, like we talked about in the beginning, soft cock play, he would just, I think he would, <laughs> New, York I know, New York, he would get super in his head about it and feel bad yeah. and not feel aroused at all. Not even, not even enough to, to play in this toy change their lives. I'm just thinking about me. I'm just thinking about situations where like I've been with a person and their penis was hard and then it was soft. And I, especially like during oral sex and like I, continued oral sex but I'm thinking about there's been a few times where it's been like stop and I do wonder like I don't have a penis myself I wonder if it's like stop I'm embarrassed or stop like that doesn't feel very good they asked you to stop yeah they yeah. were or, or like not necessarily it was like like a straight up stop but like obviously like not super enjoying it and so I was wondering so if maybe it was it's like, a follow-up question though of like I know would I you should. like it's me bad. to stop because it's not feeling good or would you like me to stop because you think I don't you know like you want to be yeah. done and it's not going to happen you, or are you, yeah. are you concerned that I don't know how could, can someone even answer that in the moment That's when they're the thing, so panicked though. and like, anxious how do you consent I'm going to listen to you I'm going to yeah, stop of course and is there something that I should know about where you're at it's just a check-in you know yeah. of where they're at and I've heard it from the other side too of uh, penis only individuals have their partner the minute their their cock isn't as hard the partner gives up so that's and it's super oh. shaming where the partner's just like and they've even like given up and be like you take care of it uh, and the, and it creates because this it's cycle. like I'm not doing a good enough job. It's, it's not hard it enough for you. me to continue pleasuring you. So now it's just in your hands. And now this isn't a we thing. This is your problem. You go fix your soft cock. Yeah. And and it, and then it then it's a cycle. Then it keeps happening over and over and over again. And then they think that there's you know something wrong with them. That they're you know they're they're broken. And it, mm. and then the, two years later, it's still happening. Yeah. You know. So well, that's it's a cycle. Piece. If it happens one time, you get stuck. It's yeah. like, but, you know. But the kind of the flip side to that right like if if that does happen and you like there's nothing wrong with you like jerking yourself off if you do go if you do not have an erection when you do want one right mm -hmm. and like also claiming that from your partner and saying hey this is a thing that i want to do that will feel good for me yeah. it's not isolating yeah. them like Matt, like self-touching is also a part of sex yeah right and so i think that like destigmatizing this whole thing like i'm gonna do this thing to myself now even though i'm with you yeah, yeah. like that's also fine that's different to say like show me how you like it or let yeah. me watch you play with yourself than like you deal with it of yeah. course no that's what i'm saying like that's a different conversation yeah. or but the act can still be the same and have such much more positive consequence or yeah. just 
like, all good. I'm just happy to play with you no matter what your cock is doing, right? Mm-hmm. If it's hard or soft, like, I just, we can change what yeah, we're doing. We can keep doing what we're doing. It doesn't have to be, like April said, this linear thing where it's this, this only happening one way. I will say if you're a person that is in a partnership with someone and you really love penetration, that's why they make dildos. So if you buy a harness that can encapsulate, uh, if a penis owner wants to buy a harness, the deuce. The deuce. Spare parts. Spare part deuce. So you can so have. So you can put your. You can have a har- Bits into the. You can put part of your bits on the bottom and then it has a spot for a dildo that you can put in the dildo so you can actually penetrate. Um, and that's an option. If you're with somebody that wants penetration, again, the fingers are an option. Other sex toys are an option. Okay, time for a quick break. This podcast is made possible by OMGS.com. OMGS is a research-based online program that teaches you all about how to pleasure the pussy. OMGS studied thousands of vulva owners to find out how they orgasm and then made tasteful and inspiring short videos to show you techniques on how to pleasure yourself or another vulva. I've been recommending OMGS to my clients for years and has changed their lives. So for all you vulva owners or vulva lovers out there who may already be having good orgasms and you want to take it to the next level, or perhaps you want to explore more variety in your playtime, OMGS will have something just for you. With two seasons, one all about internal and the other all about external techniques, it's better than any book or DVD money can buy. To learn more, visit omgs.com backslash shameless. Our listeners get $5 off. Check it out. This podcast was also made possible by Uber Lube. It's a luxurious silicone lubricant great for all kinds of sex. It's less likely to throw off the pH than most other lubes. And there are hundreds of doctors who recommend Uber Lube to their patients, whether they want to make their hot sex even hotter or for folks who are experiencing dryness. You never knew lube could be this good. So whether you're an avid lube lover or you've never used lube before, Uber Lube is right for you. It has no flavor, no scent, and feels absolutely amazing on the body. Uber Lube has endless uses. I use it to tame my hair frizzies, to prevent chafing, and I even put some in my mouth right before an oral sex session, and it totally ups my blowjob game. Oh, and the bottle, it's gorgeous. It's totally discreet and looks more like a beautiful cosmetic product, so you can even leave it on your nightstand shamelessly. To learn why we think it's the best lube on the planet, check out uberlube.com. Use code SHAMELESSSEX and you get 10% off and free shipping. That's uberlube.com. Go check it out. And now back to the show. I highly recommend seeing Easy how like throw. a soft cock feels versus totally. a hard cock. Like it just feels different. It has a different mouth feel, like a like a cabernet versus a. <laughs> it's like a full-bodied cabernet. <laughs> yeah. Or a cabaret. Wait. <laughs> Not that the hard one is the full-bodied one necessarily. <laughs> Don't think that I'm saying that. I'm just thinking about wine. Now. The wi- it's the cab- It's cabernet. You're always drinking about wine. Thinking oh, about drinking wait. wine. Do you always drink cabaret? Like oh, the box okay. in, in in New York. I was like, yeah. Like we life is a cabaret. Well, my Burning Man camp has a cocoa and cabernet cabaret ah shout out you're a burning man i was just a burning i man. could not fucking ah. go i was supposed to go and law school fucked me fuck you law school okay i have some tips everyone for soft cock things that came to mind one erotic massage it's so there's something that barbara corellis actually taught which is fucking the clock system with a soft cock which i so i took her urban tantra training she was on your podcast so if everyone mm-hmm. is listening go listen to sluts and scholars do you know the number you just released it i think it's like 118 118 april decide <gasps> yes. wow. she's, she's a huge fan I'm april also, thank you I have a photographic memory yeah. so blessing and a I, I believe you 118 yeah. barbara Carl's is amazing because so go check out that episode and then she i'm sure i don't know if she talked about it in there but this so the clock system is when so you have a soft cock and you not you so the rot there's a between erotic massage and hand job hand job is like i'm gonna get you off you're gonna have an orgasm you know and then erotic massage is i'm gonna take my time and pamper you and just make you feel good we don't have any goals yeah. it's like a massage yeah. it's a massage yeah. you lube up uber lube everyone your hands your forearms all of it take yes. off your rings and your bracelets and then you do the clock system so if you think of the cock if it's a rock hard cock you can kind of only do like 12 1 2 o'clock so and so say 12 is you can't push it going upward towards my belly button if i had a cock right so your your nose is 12 o'clock yes and then your your toes are six o'clock and then your right hand side can be nine o'clock and then your left hand side is so you're so there's a clock system you can rub the cock up with your forearm your wrist and your hand yeah up and down if you've seen the video you can see (laughs) you know what i'm 
talking about? Again, sign up for our <laughs> Patreon, everyone. 12 o'clock? Yeah, do it for 12 me. 12 o'clock. Go to 1 o'clock, <laughs> 2 o'clock, to the sign. So you can see if it's hard, it doesn't go. But if it's soft, then you can do let's see, 6 o'clock, 7 oh. o'clock, 8 o'clock. And cock! 12 o'clock. Oh, sorry, 8 o'clock. Damn, I'm getting it down. <laughs> and Barbara Corellis taught this, and I have done it with partners before, mm. and they're like, 7 o'clock? I had no idea. I like that. You know, it's... Are you massaging? Or what? I missed... It's like, like a rub. Touch. It's using all the pressure of your... The flat of your hand and your... And your and, yeah, and so yeah. it's... Like it's a like, Swedish mas- massage yes. technique, yeah. which is like full strokes. Yes gently so you have a you know you're giving a hand job and the cock goes off start turning it into an erotic massage as opposed to like oh now we can't play or now yeah. i can't do my normal hand job like wanky motion so that's one thing that i love and i've done it for partners even you know when they had a hard cock i can you can still do it it just has more limitation but partners love being pampered for that or lovers um okay i have another one i have wrote a little list if you're looking at me on the ha, video because I, I have it. a list you're of a some things because I've tried some of these things. Here's another one. April's talking about dildos, right? Um, so one, there's a deuce harness that has two holes. It's by spare parts. The top hole, you put the dildo in it. And then the bottom hole, the actual homegrown cock can be outside. So they can still have stimulation, but then they can penetrate you with a hard cock if you want or double penetration. But mm-hmm. you can just have any old dildo. Use this, you know, in whatever orifice, you know, uh, uh, orifice safe, right? If it's the ass, you have to be extra careful. And then so you're using a dildo in the orifice, or maybe I'm using it on myself. You can take the soft cock and rub, you know, the clit or things mm-hmm. like that. When you can grab a cock, soft is easier than hard, and use it as something like a like a masturbator to like rub on genitals. And also, the mm. spare parts harnesses have little spots for vibrators, uh-huh. so your cock also becomes a bit of a vibrating mass on its own. So it actually s- picks yeah. up some of the vibrations if you put little bullet vibes in. Yeah. So that's even a more fun way to use your bits penetrating all of all of those elements can can just add to the sensory overload of what you're wow. experiencing yeah and i know a lot of this is very much like you know a penis playing with a vulva that w- that we are speaking to here and i just want to bring it to grinding you right. know this can be vulva on vulva this can be soft cock on soft cock this can be mm-hmm. soft cock oh, on yeah. vulva or all the in-betweens anus, yeah. where yeah. it's just genitals grind rubbing you and this is where pubic hair is fucking awesome because pubic hair adds texture yeah. and you have something to rub against and it yeah. feels really good yeah. i guess i can't speak from personal experience but do you know if there is as much pressure in like the penis on penis sex community um, about not getting hard because at least for, um, you know, vulva on vulva sex stuff, I think there's a lot more leeway for like how bodies work and versatility and creativity. Um, and for trans folks, there's a lot more creativity. They, uh, we had a few people that call themselves MacGyver, um, that you can like MacGyver anything. So I wonder, is this a hetero conversation because it's sort of a hetero problem? I can speak to my, some of my closest male friends that prefer other you know, gay men uh, mm-hmm. have penises mm-hmm. and they are a lot uh, more into looking at penises, the rock hard nature, sending photos. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, if you're on, so there's still a lot of pressure with the penetration. I, I can only, I mean, I'm listening. Let us know. In my head. Yeah. We're asking questions. Yeah. Send us an email. Yeah, send us an email. I want to know. Don't send us a dick pic though. No, we, we don't want to pick. We don't want a picture of your hard cock. We don't want a picture of your soft we cock. We want to know if you are someone. Yeah. It's very nice, but keep it to yourself yes. unless you ask first. Yes. Right. So we'll probably still say no, but yeah, we'll still probably still say yeah, no. We'll we'll say still ask. <laughs> I hope there's folks that are open and uh, we've had Andrew Gersman on here. Was uh, oh yeah, was, we yeah, love Gersla, him. Sorry. He was uh, ju- he was commenting to sometimes how raw and. Um, kind of hardcore some of the the folks out there yeah. can be um, mm-hmm. on social media and online with yeah. with certain aspects of of your bodies and things that I don't know so we are needing to collectively work on that yeah Let's you two are sex toy mavens I just have a tiny question sure is there like does this exist or is this this is a thing that could be made where it's like a sheath for your cock so I'm thinking like a fleshlight but like much more narrower and having like a sort of firm outside that you can like put your penis into a penis extender like, what it's like a penis extender. They make Not those. Not even a, an extender, it's, but something that you can like 
put your dick in and like hold with a harness so you feel really like your penis like your penis is actually doing the penetrating well that's like it's, it's an extension of your penis like an oh, extension yeah, I thought right you're, like making it longer no well i mean I technically guess it would make it yeah. like a little bit longer but or I'm just, they they do have things like that on the market i can't think of one of the names because i could imagine that with a strap on where you just like put your dick in the dick so you think, that yeah. would really no. trigger that like i am penetrating this person like there i know when i'm wearing a strap on like the idea of like doing the penetration is like very so you're saying that they put their soft cock in the a kind of a in like a dildo in a dildo yeah does it, that does exist yeah. there's a number of companies there i mean no, all, cool, a lot of though. companies make them sports sheets has one sheets yeah one yeah uh, yeah, there's also, I would think Perfect Fit too. Perfect Fit, Perfect Fit does, yeah. yeah. Perfect That's Fit, so there's cool. a number of brands where they have that and they there's there's so much That's out so there. Cool. Dude, it's about creativity and also, like, we don't want to do the, okay, I can't speak for everyone. I don't want to do the same thing all the time. I want creativity. So oh, yeah, oh, more people need to do that. I love High school that style. So much. That's one of the hottest things for me still. And I used mm-hmm. to do it when I was like in fourth grade with my neighbor yeah. girls. Yeah. And your teddy bear. <laughs> And my teddy bear, so maybe yep, that's where it comes the from. Park. And it's like the naughtiness, but I love it. Still. Oh yeah, like where you like wait to take off your clothes because you just like it well, was I, back in the time where you didn't take off. Your I clothes. I would orgasm with my clothes on. I oh, used to yeah. do it with my ex husband uh, when I'd be like, let's change it up and just dry hump, and it's yeah. so fun. I mean, this is so these struggles though, and the shame around it like runs so deep. I guess mm. so. Like even even for the clients that I have, that I say like here's some to do stuff. Often there's like so much like emotional damage to like work through before they're even before they even feel like it's worth it to try this stuff or that it's like okay and so I guess I wonder if you have any if any of us have any tips for like how do we convince people that this is like a good alternative and achievable and achievable and like that it's okay I don't know it's just there's there's so much attached to this and there's like so much heaviness so I just shared a story so I had a client who who was having an experience with a shaming partner and so the person that would just be like, you deal with it. That, or like, that, you know, that. why don't you think I'm hot? Yeah. The answer will be awareness, right? You know, it's listening to things like this and, you know, and, and doing the research around it and not Googling like erectile dysfunction. You're going to yeah. see a whole bunch of stuff. Just take some pills. But <sighs> having some awareness around how fucking normal it is for the body to change yeah. and for your body to reflect your emotions and shame and resentment and trauma. And so what I share with this person, though, was I shared my story, which is still different. It was that, I, you know, like I said, I lost my sex drive for two and a half years. I didn't know what it was. I was in this partnership, so attracted to my partner, loved them so much. And then we broke up for other reasons. <laughs> and then I had this experience that I call it a PG-13 foursome with three other people. One was a penis-owning individual who um, is this man. And then there was some, another person that uses they and them pronouns and then another fucking awesome woman who was like super dominant but also like silly and ridiculous love her to death and Mm. i identify as painfully straight and i was sucking this woman's fingers while like while this this other person this 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 man's like making out with my armpit which i'm ticklish i usually don't like that you know i usually don't like cis women all these things where i'm like i it's not usually my thing my fucking sex drive came back and it came back in this experience. So, so the reason, and I shared this story with this person because I felt like it was hopeless. I felt like it was gone. I felt mm. like I was stuck. I was trying everything and I couldn't undo it. And so this is the same thing, like this story that my cock won't get hard. I'm broken. I'm stuck this way. It's been going on for years. And to, for everyone to know that so much of it, unless it's a blood flow thing, like you're saying, diabetes, et cetera, uh, most of the time it's a fucking story that we're stuck in and it's based on experiences that we're stuck in and we can't just press a button to undo it it's experiences it's having healthy corrective, corrective loving non-shaming you know reaffirming experiences that remind you of what is really is is really there available mm. and so ever since that happened my sex drive is full on. It's full on back. It's not back for my ex-partner, who I'm still very attracted to, but I don't want to be in a relationship with them. And my body says no. And it's because mm. of some emotional trauma that we had. But yeah. to all of my new lovers, my body's like, yes. Oh. And it's it's a narrow pathway thing. And you did talk about this on another show. And you talked about how telling the stories that I hate that. Like, I hate that. I've never have liked my armpit touch or whatever as an example. And saying that 
maybe not, you were kind of attesting to this, Simone, in a different way where reframing your your vocabulary around things, right? It's kind of like living in a do state instead of like, I don't like that. Like, maybe that's not who I am. Mm -hmm. I want to explore this aspect or I'm not labeling myself as a person that uh, doesn't like doggy style. Yeah. Maybe I've people changed. People change. Yeah. Like, yeah. How many, how many people here thought like sex or some part of sex was like gross when we were kids or younger. 100%. And I was like, like, I was like, I will never let anybody eat me out until like eighth grade when it happened. But then, but like until then I was like, I can't even imagine it. Like I won't even let anal. That was from, I was never shaming anal, but I was but like, like, nope, never for me. And, and so I'm we like, have these thoughts as teenagers, yeah. but sometimes they really continue into adult life. And like, then you try something and you're like, oh, I just thought I wasn't that person. And it doesn't have to be like such a big thing, like a PG-13 foursome. Like it can literally just be like watching a different kind you, of porn. But it's and effort. It's effort, but you can, and again, and let's go back to the creativity. You know, in a relationship, is there, that's the first thing to look at is, you know, with an erectile thing will be, and you probably say this to your, your clients, right? Like what's happening in the relationship? Is there shame? Is there resentment? Are you not feeling seen, heard, understood, cared for? Um, you know, and look at those things and yeah, then judged, pressure, judge, yeah, all the things. Or if it's not the relationship, is it past stuff from your, your internal? Yeah, your your history, and then doing the work around that, and then we get creative in the relationship on how to spice things up, do things differently, and that's what you were saying. You know, people need to work on your clients. What you tell your clients, right? They have to work on, right? Yeah. Well, there's just. I mean, sometimes I think sometimes sex can be a magnifying glass and a reflection to like negative dynamics that are happening and sometimes mm-hmm. vice versa. So sometimes we look at the sex first and see like, well, how does this mirror other stuff that's happening in the relationship? But sometimes we look at the relationship first. But I think for folks who just look at the relationship first, sometimes it's so easy just to like keep talking about stuff and not like fuck about stuff. Like, sometimes it's good to just have those practice, you know, action corrective experiences. I like that fuck about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy that we, we could talk to you two forever. forever. Are there any last bits that you either of you want to leave for our listeners slash Just like all the bits. So like all, all the bits there. It could be your armpit. It could yes. be your butthole. It Go could home be and your try some armpits. Like you guys have y'all have so many bits. I'm just excited this? to um to try the hot octopus. Yeah. Ah, I love it. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm already thinking of like what clients that I would like tell to use this and yeah. Oh, for sure. And I would, I'll, I'll give you one. Oh, well, yeah. Happy to take one. If you're going to be at the sex expo this weekend, I'll give you one. And then she can also, to your partner, be like, Hey, I will play with this. If I can pop 10 zits, I will use this on you. (laughs) You know, it's all transactional for me. I love it. I love it. Well, also in case, you know, hopefully our Instagrams respectively won't get shut down and you can follow us on sluts and scholars and y'all on shameless sex podcast. Right. And so that's like, uh, hopefully they'll still exist by the time this episode comes and out. For the podcast swamps too, if you're listening to Shameless Sex, go check out the Sluts and Scholars podcast. It's on all the apps and all the things and vice versa. From Sluts and Scholars. Especially. Go check out Shameless Sex and don't abandon anyone. Just listen to both of us all the time. Thank you. Yeah. Raise the vibrations and you can raise some wine vibrations if you go to marginswine.com. If you haven't tried margins, both of you, Nicoletta and Simone, you have to. Small batch woman winemaker from Santa Cruz, small batch wines, and she runs out all the time, but we'll hook you up. Check out marginswine.com. If you're out there in listener land, just sign up for her newsletter. You get first access to everything. We love all of you. Ciao for now. Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com.